The dog, he's gonna start. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the We Don't Grow Up podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here again with Dave. Hi. Um, we're going to start by talking about what games we've been playing. Uh, we'll start with the Resi demo because we've both played that. Yeah. Uh, now this is a game you were you weren't going to get on launch, then you were going to get, and they've decided you're going to hold off a bit longer. Um, but yeah. you played the demo. What yeah, loved it. You did, yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was brilliant. Really did. Um. I mean, like I think when you, I think visually it looks really good. Um, I wouldn't say like it's top of the, you know, like it's not going to challenge say Uncharted or any of the top dogs in the visuals no. category. But you can't help but play it and remember the original and think, oh my god, how far have we come? And <laughs> Two two things which really stood out in for in, in it for me were the lighting effects, the lighting in it was superb, and the um, the gore. Um, did you see that part where Leon sees that police officer slouched on the floor, and he kind of turns his head and he just sees jaw slowly come away from his yeah, yeah the top of his head and I was like wow. And then when he <laughs> shoot the zombies in the head and stuff and the the kind of different parts of the head or shoulders go missing like wow that looks really really impressive I mean that must have took a lot of time just to do that mm. and then each the, you know all the different designs of the zombies and yeah I was really 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 impressed I mean I, I might probably still cave and get it but I'm kind of like I can't really afford it at the moment it's just yeah. so much you know things come up don't they and uh, yeah. games have to take a back seat especially when you've got a backlog of over 200 games <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's it's probably going to have to hold off for a bit. Yeah, I was impressed too. I mean, it's like you say, it's not challenging in the looks department to the big hitters. It's no God of I mean, War. Yeah, it's a fine-looking game. I mean, I don't know, God of War. I think God of War looks great in parts, but I think in other parts, God of War was kind of like, yeah, yeah it's... Really? It's nice. Yeah, really. I didn't think God of War was like um, standing all the way through. I thought there was bits in it where I was like, Oh, that looks a bit rough when you got close up to certain things. And yeah. that's not a, a negative. It was just yeah. okay in parts. Close up to a, f- a few textures, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. But overall, I think that game's stunning. Yeah, it, it, that, I'm not going to disagree with that, but what I mean, like, the best way to describe it is probably Uncharted. Naughty Dog just work miracles, don't they? They do. They're incredible. And then if you think about something like um, Detroit, that mm. is an amazing looking game. Yeah, there's there's still that sort of robotic look to Detroit. I mean, to all his games. Yes. But I, I just look... Well, I'm not going to go off topic too much, but I just loved what they did with that, the, the way that... It, it's easy to make a futuristic-looking game because there was a, the white buildings and mm. glass buildings and that, but Detroit kept it, like, modern, but... But made it futuristic, like upgrade. You know, like how, I don't know if you've seen Blade Runner, everything's all shitty and grimy, but you can tell it's the future because, you know, like the mm. floating cars and the big billboard, you know, the neon billboards. Detroit, do you know what I mean? Like they, they still had normal houses and stuff, but they had these, mm. the, the buses were different and the way the computers were. Like when you go into that guy's house, you know, when you're playing the nanny. Yeah. 
Mm. It was so normal inside. It was almost like heavy rain inside. Yeah. Do you remember? But it was the little things. Little bits the of tech. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because that's how I always imagine it. Like, oh, not suddenly your local city centre is transformed into this huge... <laughs> Metropolis. Uh, sky, metropolis of white skyscrapers with lifts going up and down, two thousand floor buildings <laughs> in seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But um, went a bit on the tangent then. But yeah, uh, I thought Detroit <laughs> was absolutely fantastic looking. And uh, Resi, that's where we're going. Yeah, back to Resi. Yeah, <laughs> I think for what it is, it's I think because it's a horror game. You, the stuff like that is way more important like cameras and obviously to follow, the camera follows them now instead of um, changing it every time you, you come out to the line of sight like mm. the originals but um, the lighting is so good in it now as well absolutely fantastic at times the lighting was good the graphics were good I mean it it looked like a Capcom game Capcom yes. have a, a sort of a look where they look yeah. good they look real but in a Capcom way yeah. That makes sense. You can tell. And it, it felt... It did look good. Did, I mean, you could tell... You might say, oh, I think you're going a bit over the top there, Dave, but it felt like to me. I played it and I thought, wow, a Capcom on the way back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hopefully. Like, I just thought... Because they are an absolutely amazing company, really, when you look at the history of the games they've made. And they've made some absolute classics, haven't they? Mm. But I just played it and I thought, wow, if they can just... You know, I, don't, what's, I think it's give this much care and attention and love to all the games they're making instead of thinking it's got to sell this amount, the millions to make, you know, be happy. A bit yeah. square and it seemed to be between Raider. Oh, it's only sold 4.5 million units. That's not great. And then you've got Quantic Dream coming out going, oh, Detroit's an amazing success for us. It's our first game to sell over 2 million copies. And you're like, what? What's going on here? Because Detroit looks absolutely amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, ta- I'm going on a massive tangent, but basically I'm just hoping that Capcom, because they just released our new moves last week and everyone's praising that up, because that's a PS2 game, obviously. Mm. And um, I'm just thinking, look, are they, are they baby steps going back in the right direction? Hopefully. Maybe they're revisiting their old ones to try and rediscover or give time for new... Maybe they've got some new IPs cooking. They just need a bit longer because they're yeah. new IPs. Hopefully. I feel a bit bad, like I say, because I was one of them people saying, just give us the original Rezies and they've done it and I, I literally can't afford to buy it. The week. <laughs> and it's, it's, all, it's £35, which is a re- absolutely great price, really. And you like I say, I'm sure you'll get it. You'll definitely pick oh, it up. Oh, well, I want to support them. I just feel bad that I'm not supporting them at launch when they've done such a great job and price-wise they're not being greedy... Mm. Yeah, because it is yeah. ground up rebuild, isn't it? It could have been yeah. money. And there's added, there's new stuff in there, and you know, I think they've given you free DLC as well over the first few months. Mm. So yeah, both both impressed. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I played it differently from how I'd normally tackle a Resi game. I think because it was a, a thirty minute thirty minutes demo, I was a bit yeah. more gun ho. I just charged yeah. in, did a bit more. Little less casual, little less cautious. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I thought, well, yeah. if I get this, I probably maybe I'll try and play it like this the whole way through. Shit me up once or twice. The demo did. Did it? Didn't? Didn't yeah. catch me. Yeah, it got me a couple of times. To be fair, something I realised is I definitely have played a bit of that game before, which I didn't oh, think yeah. I had. 
Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Maybe right. played the original demo. Maybe, but I, I recognised and remembered the um, the the hub, the like the desk, and the copper. Definitely remembered bits. Yes, I think Resident. I'm just going to pop this in there. Uh, the original Resident Evil 2 has got one of my favourite ever um, cover arts. Oh, it's I quite hard to explain. Yeah, yeah, it's quite hard to explain, but um, quite a visual the, reference. <laughs> yeah, you need to see it. But um, anyone who's seen it, the UK one. I think the American one was quite crappy, but the UK one was really nice because the original Resident Evil cover art was a bit shit, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it. I mean, it was a nice picture, but it just didn't kind of it looked more actiony than mm. it probably should have. Mm. Um, should have, so to say. Yeah, but um, yeah, being a bit of a nerd there. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, you have played and finished. Yeah. Uh, Moss on VR. I've also mm-hmm. finished this but a, a while ago now. Yeah. What did you make of it? I loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, it took me a couple of... I was nearly finished it in one sitting, but then I couldn't get on the VR for a couple of nights. Mm. And um, I got back on it and finished it um, last night. Well, how come you didn't finish it in one sitting? Did you think, I need to stop to save it, or did you get like a headache? <laughs> No, 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 it was just getting on a bit late. I think I started it Sunday. What day is it today? Tuesday. Mm. I think I started it Saturday or Sunday night. No, it must have been Saturday, and then I didn't play it Sunday, and I was like, I'm finishing this tonight because I really want to finish it. Mm. And um, I, um, I was going to say then, yeah, I started it. I was just playing through it, um, loved it. Um, and I was, I think, it, I just thought I've got to get to bed because we um, had football the next day. So, um, I came through most of it. I came back, I think I had about an hour if that when I came back to it. Um, but I just, just, the only thing I had an issue with is this is something um, you might have, we could probably talk about a bit afterwards. But um, I've got to try and work out my camera set up with the VR. Because when I have it above the TV, I, I sort of have issues with the touchpad, you know, when you have to use the touchpad as the mm. orb. Yeah. I was having issues with that, not going far enough out, etc. And then when I had it on the, bottom of the tv which it was recommended i was either really too too high above moss or was quite too too far away from moss i couldn't get it right i don't the calibration seems to be all over the place at times with it i don't know if you have that issue i do have that issue with calibration um Mm. sometimes it wanders i mean i've been playing astro bot and i'll talk about that in a minute but often with mine and not with astro bot but often I have to come back and reset so that I'm looking back towards the telly. I know I can't see the telly, but so I'm facing yeah. the telly because I'll find myself, like, after a half an hour, I'm turned left away from the telly and everything's yeah. a bit of a mess. Yeah. And I have to reset it. But I've been playing yeah. Astro Bot and that's not been the case with that. That's been absolutely fine. But I have, I've also found it works better if I get a stool and sit like right in front of the telly, like yeah. not a lot nearer to the telly than my couch would let me. Yeah. And then it works better. See, I, I just can't get it right sometimes because my setter is literally probably about three, maybe four feet from the TV, if that. That's probably close. Three. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because we've got one of those ones that sticks out, you know, like it's like like a moon shape. But then oh, yeah. if you sit on the far end, it's flat. Hmm. But um, I just can't get it right. So I'm going to try sitting at the other end of the settee, but I've got to watch this bloody Muppet keeps trying to chew me VR wires. But yeah, back to Moss. 
Um, yeah, boss. What I was trying to explain it in my review I wrote for uh, on CVG CVGSC. Um, I'm not the greatest at writing reviews, to be fair, because I kind of stumble over my words. But I was trying to say, I love the fact that you felt like you was playing a co-op game on your own. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because, obviously, you're helping Moss. Quill. Oh, Quill. yeah, Quill. Yeah, it isn't Moss. Quill. Quill, yeah, everybody makes that mistake. <laughs> you're controlling Quill. not the monster. <laughs> yeah. You're controlling, controlling Quill, but then, obviously, you're also helping Quill with the touchpad. And I thought, like, it's really clever how they've done that, like. And, um, yeah, because you I mean, are a character in the game. You can see yourself at certain points. Yeah. That, all, that fruit, that made my head go a little bit, not noisy, <laughs> but, like, you only look down at yourself. Yeah, in the reflection. And you can move. And it kind of set my head, like, a bit, like, like my brain was thinking, whoa, that's not my face, so how is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it tricks you, doesn't it? You yeah. Know, it's it's a good. unique experience, obviously. But, um, yeah, really good puzzles. A um, couple of the, the, the enemies towards the end, the ones that explode, they're a little bit annoying, mm. um, especially when they're kind of... I think that was the weakest point of the game when they tried to over... Uh, just threw a lot of enemies at you. Um, I found the it? combat not the most fluid. No, it, it, to be fair, understandably... You know they're not going to put in like a counter system, and there's a dodge, there's an mm. attack. It's very easy to beat the enemies, but it, it would have been a bit better if, because I think what it problem is, like I was saying to you earlier, with the calibration, sometimes I was I was a bit worried about trying to mix it up by using the enemies against each other, because I was like, oh, well, if if I move the touchpads just naturally and I let go of that, then I'm kind of stuffed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I enjoyed it. I thought there was some really clever bits in there where you could control the enemies and open gates and, you know, all that. Um, I think I missed two scrolls right at the end, you know, when you meet the very last boss. Yeah. Is that the and only you... scrolls you missed? Yeah, the last two on the last section when you're basically sprinting all the way through. You got all the rest? Yeah. I think I missed the odd one here and there throughout the game. Oh, no. I've, I've, I was very thorough, to be is, fair. Is there a bit where you can see what you've missed yeah yeah, yeah. We just press start and then uh, options i should say and then chapter select and it'll show you how much dust you've collected in each stage in the scrolls mm. uh, so i missed two um, <coughs> and then the dust i missed a few sections on that i, I am going to go back to it and get the platinum but I've, there's no <laughs> guides anywhere isn't there so it, no there's opportunity a of... for you to write one no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just rather stick to writing boring, simple-worded reviews. But yeah, um, I, I was going to give it a nine, um, and I think nine, it's it's very, very close to a nine, but I think the only reason I didn't give it a nine, a nine is because, like you said, the combat was a bit, even though there's not a lot, it got a little bit repetitive towards the end when they just threw lots of enemies at you. And um, I don't normally like to mind about games, um, yes, you do. No, hey, yeah. <laughs> I've let me finish. Yeah. The game's duration, you know, how long a game is. Yeah. Because I am the type of person, but I think I'm minded about it because I was enjoying it so much. Mm, yeah, it was very and, short. Yeah, so um, I took low, I, felt, I reckon I've took about 30, maybe 40 screenshots. If you look back at them? No, they don't look great, do they? When no, they you look, look shit. Yeah, they I look thought, really bad. Wow. And mine are all wonky. I must have had my yeah. head cocked. Tilted. Yeah. 
You can adjust that. I'm going to mess around with them in the edit mode, you know, when you just zoom in and out and see mm. if they look better. If they don't, then when I write the review, you'll probably just have to do some, pinch some pictures off the internet to plonk <laughs> on it, which is a shame because um, when you're playing it and you can see the castle and stuff, it, it just thinks, wow, look at the start when those two deers are eating the grass and you can oh, just stroll past I love them. That. I was like, wow, got to take that screen grab. And, but, I haven't looked back at that one. I'm going to guess it looks pants. They do. It's it's a it's a real shame. All VR look a bit naff in a screenshot. And why well, can't they take the screenshot from what's going on on the TV then? I don't know. They should. Know. That would look a lot better. Yeah. Um, but let me just talk about Astrobot. Okay. What did you say you gave it as a score? Eight. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Well, it could have scored higher for me, but like I said. I think at the time I probably would have gone a nine, but I think mm. you're right. I think an eight is fair. I mean, uh, like uh, I'm just going to quickly mention this before you go on about Astrobot. Um, I think my top three games on VR so far for me would have to be Tetris Effect, even though I haven't played the full game. Just the demo alone sold that for me. Yeah. Moss and Static. Yeah. But um, from what I've seen, um, Beat Saber could easily top all of those. Static. Ab- Static's a 10. No, I don't. Uh, no. Did I get a 10? I think I gave it a 9. I can't remember. But either way, Beat Saber. Can't wait to get that at some point. Yeah, that does look good, to be fair. Yeah. But it's static. Static's Come on, then king. let's hear about Astrobot. Oh, you're what? Astrobot, contender yeah. for the crown of king of VR. It's yeah. so good. Um, I was going to talk about Astrobot in terms... Oh, screenshots. I was, that's how I was getting there. Yeah. I've taken some screenshots and I've watched my daughter play the first level. Um, so I was not obviously in the VR. I was watching it on the screen on the telly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just looks not very fun. I think a lot of VR comes from being in VR. Yes. So much of it. The scale and scope and just the feeling. You can't capture it on the flat screen. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's hard to sell VR. Once you put it on, and if you put yeah. it on correctly, you haven't got like a blurry crap vision. Yeah. <laughs> and you're wearing it properly. It's it's amazing. And when I'm playing Astrobot in the VR, it feels it feels like a Mario game. You could easily substitute all the enemies. I was thinking about it last night when I was playing. I thought, that's a Bullet Bill. That could be a Koopa Trooper. All of these could be Goombas. Astrobot is basically Mario. This is a Mario game. I'm collecting coins. I'm I'm walking tight ropes. I'm jumping. I'm hopping. It's a Mario yeah. game. Sony have made a Mario game in VR. It's amazing. Yeah. And it feels proper magical. The bosses are like Mario bosses. One of the mm-hmm. the boss I got to last night felt just like a boss in um, uh, Treasure Tracker, the Toad Treasure Tracker. Yeah. Is that the eagle one? Uh, Falcon, yes. Vulture. Yeah. On Astrobot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I, I think I've seen a video with that on there and it reminded me of um, Toad. Yeah. Because that's the first boss, isn't it, in Toad? Yeah. It's so good. The Astro, it just feels amazing. The secrets yeah. and the hidden, the way you hide the little. Um... I've heard that's short, but there's a lot of replay value to it as well. I don't think it's that short. It's got proper worlds like Mario. Even like the selection screen looks like Mario Galaxy because all mm-hmm. the worlds are in space, little 
planetoids, pl- planetoids spinning around. Yeah. And every time, on every level, there's a chameleon. So you have to look all around to find the chameleon. You have to stare at it for a long time, and then it goes from semi-camouflaged to visible. Mm-hmm. If you catch the chameleon, um, it forms a little astro belt around this other planet, and they're the challenge maps. I've not even touched them yet. And mm-hmm. I'm stacking up loads of them. I think I've only missed a couple of chameleons. Have you got that on disc or uh, digital? Disc. Okay. Yeah. So you can, yeah, you can borrow this. When I'm no, well, I am going to buy it, but I, like I said to you about Tetris earlier, I've seen it for £20, and I'm like, oh, Dave. <laughs> £20, just like, it's not a lot of money for a video game, is it? Whereas, like, like I said to you, I can't quite afford Resi mm. this month, but £20 still within the budget I've got for the month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm desperate to play Tetris. I've never played it. You didn't play the Tetris, demo? Tetris VR. No, I didn't think it was time to I left it too long. Yeah. And it was gone. That's just a stupid move on their part, to be honest. Mm. Well. But yeah. So, have you finished Astrobot? Just the main campaign, campaign yet? Or? No, I'm on World. I've just finished World 3. World mm-hmm. 4 has opened up. Haven't touched the challenges. And I, th- I don't know how many worlds there are, to be honest. I've heard it's about eight to ten hours for the game, so there so, must be about these seven worlds. So, I know we didn't plan to put this in the for uh, in our little chat tonight, but let's just quickly have a quick five minute. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, God, I'm going to get more words out <laughs> at some point. Let's just have a quick five minutes on how many essential games now is there for VR? Essential. Yes, we'll fire one off at each. We haven't got to speak about the game. Okay. We'll fire one off each to see how many we can get to. And so static. I'll start. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got static, right? So we're on one. Yeah. Uh, Moss. Moss, definitely. Astrobot, that's three. Three. Tetris. Tetris. I haven't played, but yeah, it's an essential. Yep. Fumper? Um, Thumper, I've bought Thumper, I tried it for the first time last night. After World 1, it gets really hard, really complicated. <clears throat> but it's, it is essential. Well, is it essential? Well, I think so, because I think when you play it as a game, yeah, it's good. I think when you play it in VR, it's an experience. Yeah, Like definitely. Tetris. It's true. And I think some, like Moss, very good. And I think if, if you played it, say if that game was on the store, on the store without the orbit... Or you could move like around a cursor on the screen with the right stick to move the orb because it's all fixed cameras, isn't it? Mm. You play that and you go, yeah, that was really good. That was, I like that. But when you play it in VR, there's just something extra special about Moss, isn't there? Yeah, it's it's charming. That's what it is. I think the walking simulators as well. I think like like I know I'm going off again, but like <laughs> the invisible levers, that is basically a walking simulator because the story's already set. You just spy on people. Now, if you'd have played that. As normal, you'd be like, because you can play it without VR now. You probably play it and think, yeah, but when you play it in VR and you can actually like teleport and look around and listen, it's just it just does elevate the game a touch. Mm, I haven't played that one. I would play. I would hundred percent play. Um, everybody's going to the Rapture again in VR if that ever happened. I think I'm over the walking simulator. No, not me. I I, I love stories, and I think. As long as people are making interesting stories, I'll keep going back to that as an honour. So what, what was we on then? We had Tetris. Tetris. Fum- we were sticking Fumper in. I think Fumper's got to go in. 
Okay, well, if you think it's essential, we'll put it on. It's got Tetris, so Thumper. I think it's five. Tetris, Thumper, Static. Static. Oh, yeah, Astro Boy. Tetris, Astro Bot. Um, yeah, five. Is VR, I don't think VR World is essential. I think a couple of them are really good experiences, but I don't think it's an essential game, mm-hmm. do you? No, not as a, no, not as a game. Um, I want to say Headmaster because I love it, but it I'm not sure. Really it's, but yeah, but it's not it, essential. It's, it's not essential, though, is it? But it is very, very good. It's kind of bordering on essential, yeah. Mm. Until Dawn? Until Dawn. Flesh of Blood? I, I don't think that is, you know. I haven't. I've only played the first level, so I'm not really... Right, we'll put that in with Headmaster then. Okay, so we've got five potential, two on the fence. Yeah. What's that There's one? Beat five. Saber. Beat Saber. Yeah, that looks essential. So that's six. <laughs> Definitely. I've heard nothing but praise for that game. That's six. What about the Lost Bear? I bought that the other day. Is that any good? It's not essential. It's good fun. No. You you will definitely do that in one sitting. Yeah. Very quick. Um, you've got Psychonauts. I still haven't played that yet. The wrecking job simulators um, essential, don't they? I haven't played it, so I couldn't say. No, I haven't. Either. Never appealed to me really. I think six essential. That's it for essential. There were lots of almost. Yeah, and, and oh, there's a of, lot of almost, isn't mm, there? Yeah, I haven't played a lot of them, so I can't be sure they're almost. But yeah, it's it's worth buying. I think Resident Evil Seven, the opening stages oh, yeah. of that. That. Yeah, that's really good in VR. It gets too difficult to maintain in VR. You have to switch yeah. to the TV. But just um, the opening stages is fantastic. Could you imagine if um, PT was in VR? <laughs> God, it might it's, kill you. That's how a walking simulator would work, I think. It needs to be more tense, otherwise they get a little bit boring. I think um, the one game I, I'd love... I think it would work brilliantly in VR, but um, I don't know if I could play it for a VR. Um, it had me on the edge of my seat a lot, just normal. It's Layers of Fear. Gee, have you played that? No, I haven't. Oh, it's like a walking simulator horror game. There was a couple of um, insta-death parts, but nothing came for you relating, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, that is a really, really should buy that in the next time you see it in Sailand. Really, really good game. But um, if that was in VR, I think I would, Proper, proper struggle. <laughs> it, it took me like two weeks to complete. I think PT is the scariest video game experience I've had. Really? Yeah. Just beating out Silent Hill 2 back in the day. That shit mm. me up. That was so that good. That was a good game. Of course, PT is or was Silent Hills. So both yes. Silent Hill games. Yeah. Did you, did you see that tag I'll put you in? Uh, where? On Twitter. No, I haven't been on Twitter for a bit. So, I haven't seen it. Somebody's remade PT in Dreams. Have they? Yeah. Does it look good? Some, amazing. And somebody's actually messaged up from um, Media Molecule saying, uh, you do know you're under NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, oh, uh, can you take this video down, please? So... Mate, we'll talk about this another time, but Dreams is going to be a massive, like, for people who are going to group up and make games and stuff. It's going to be worth buying, even if you don't want to create, Mm. just to play. Yeah. I still think they might just slip that out for free. Really? Yeah. 
No, no chance. But it needs it needs people to get it and use it. Well, maybe they'll release a normal version and then a free-to-play version where you maybe have to buy. Then again, that would be a bit naughty, wouldn't it, asking people to buy extras? Maybe they'll release them and then you make levels and you charge for levels. Possibly. And they'll take a cut and you take a cut. Oh, jeez, that would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, If that does come out, though, I can see that being a cross-platform game when that comes out. Cross-platform as in cross-generation? Yes, sorry, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I think you're right, I think it will be. PlayStation 5 as well. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Astrobot. Astrobot, yeah. Yeah, anyway, that is, that is essential, Dave, you have to buy that. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm going to buy that at some point. And if you love it, you have to buy a Switch in Mario Odyssey. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so good you do want to you do you do you do want to yeah so it's just so inventive I think world one was interesting and good world two was a bit more elaborate a little trickier and then world three it just it opened up and it just got so much more inventive and so much more involved and it involved you in VR tricks like because you, like in Moss, where you are a character controlling yeah. a little robot, same in this, you are a big robot controlling yeah. a little robot. And you see yourself in video screens, you know, look, and you see yourself holding the pad. And the pad's on the screen. You can see the pad. And mm. you get, like, a power-up, and it will be the pad. So I can shoot, like, ninja discs sometimes yeah. by flicking the touchpad, or I can shoot a little poly so I can interact with the world, I can shoot a pulley out and he can walk on the tightrope that I'm holding. Yeah. Or I can pull down scenery and find hidden areas. Mm-hmm. It's just so clever and inventive and fun, like a Mario game. It's a Mario yeah. game. <laughs> if you like Mario and you think, oh, I wish it was in VR, <laughs> play this game. Fantastic. And yeah. One more game I wanted to talk about, just quick, is Into the Breach. It's uh, on the Switch. It's turn-based yeah. strategy. Yeah. I think it's fair to say I finished it. I think I finished about six or seven times. It's very mm-hmm. short. And at the end, of when you finish it, you've got three... Uh, you take three mechs into each battle. Yeah. And you're on like a little chessboard. It doesn't get bigger. It doesn't get smaller. It's always the same size. You take your robots in. You've got one big robot, one big tank, and one big... It's like a tank, but it shoots like uh, in an arch not like yeah. like a gun same mechs different pilots and at the end when you finish the whole thing if you don't die yeah. you get one pilot and you have to take that pilot back in time to another another timeline and start again mm-hmm. so it just keeps going and you keep you don't take any of your perks but you get different perks each time so every time you play yeah, it changes the dynamic because you'll get different perks, different upgrades, different pilots with different perks, mm-hmm. and it's re- it's addictive. I keep playing. I'll have some look at that. It's really good. I think it's only on Switch. Yeah, I mean, but I'll have a look at it because it does sound quite interesting. That does. I do like to look at some of the videos, the games. So, like, is it Golf Story the Maid? Yeah, I never uh, finished that. It... I got stuck on that. That looks really good. That does. Mm. Yeah, Into the Breach. If you're a fan of. Um, Oh, what's it called? Advanced Wars. This kind of scratches that itch. Yeah. It's good. 
Right, let's move on to uh, Netflix Club. Yeah, this could be a long one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we spoke quite a lot about it last time, mm-hmm. the first two episodes, but we were watching you. Yeah. Uh, what, were you what were your thoughts when you finished? Full spoilers, by the way. This is discussing the Netflix series You. Full spoilers. Okay, so I said to you, this needs to be self-contained because... To me, um, it's not this kind of story I want to keep seeing being dragged on and on and on. Unless something really dynamic happened at the end where, you know, for example, let's say she'd have killed him mm. or, you know what I mean, and then it, she ended up being, a, you know, then I could have been like, oh, that's interesting. But I wasn't, um, I wasn't, I didn't enjoy the ending, if I'm honest. No, um, no I didn't. I enjoyed the ending, but I didn't enjoy the ending. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like the way the story wrapped itself up. It could have been better if she'd have got him nicked, because that was just stupid, the way that bit ended. Mm. As soon as that happened, oh, I can't get out of this cage, I'm locked in, can you help me? And then the kid was like, no. <laughs> and then I thought, right, she's dead. Um, and then, what was the name, is it Candice? Oh, is the girl that comes back. Yeah. Candice? I think it is Candice. Something like that, anyway. I was like... Candice. Candice, yeah, because my mate, he watched it with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend binged it. And he says, what, did you think of that ending? It was amazing, wasn't it? I went, no, that's not what I class as an amazing ending, to be honest. (laughs) And um, he said, sets it up to be interesting, though, doesn't it, next season? I was like, I I don't know, Dave. I said, I don't want to, like, piss on your chips, but I, I don't see... I couldn't. I don't think I could watch another ten episodes like that. It reminded me a lot of um, the Marvel series, the Meg, where there's thirteen episodes and two or three of them are absolute filler. <laughs> and I, I felt like in you that each episode had something pivotal to the story, but sometimes the forty-minute episodes just like, oh god, something happened. Are you scratching, Dave? I'm moving around. <laughs> my ears are on my shoulder. So, um, sorry. So, um, Hang on, sister, sister. There you go. So, you tell me your thoughts, then, because I, I don't, I don't want to sound negative. I, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't, it wasn't. The way the first couple of episodes went, I was like, oh god, yeah. But then it kind of drifted, and I, th- I thought it started fairly ridiculous. She had no clue. And yeah, I understand to get the story moving, she had to be a bit lax on digital security and not for somebody her... who was so self-aware through social media. She wasn't very self-aware about. Oh, I'm going to shut my curtains while I bang the shit out my boyfriend's <laughs> yeah. lovers. You know what I mean? Yeah, ground floor apartment too. Not like she's really high up. Ground yeah. floor apartment. Ground floor, yeah. In a on a street in New York. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, so yeah, but I understand a few leaps were made to get there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it started a bit cheesy. Then it got quite interesting when he yeah. had Benji in the book yes. chamber yeah, thing. Was... Yeah. Um, I didn't know how that was going to pan out because I didn't think he was going to be a killer. Oh, I did. Hundred percent straight away. Yeah, he had that kind of. Um... I don't know if he went for it. Like I said to you at first, he, he reminded me of Chris, um, Jason Bateman from American Psycho. Mm. Uh, he just thought he was completely rational and blah, blah, blah. 
But in the end, I started to think see more Norman Bates in him um, than I did um, Jason Bateman. But um, I, 100% he was killing Benji. <laughs> but there was no way, there wasn't really any way he could let him out. And then he had no. that, that blackmail thing, which was like, okay, well, if you tell me, I'll report this to the police, because he had that yeah. thing where he killed that kid. I thought, yeah. okay, so maybe he can let him out now. Yeah. Which would have been interesting, you know, a bit tense, but he just killed him. Yeah, I saw that coming off. I was a bit shocked when he... Um, I was more shocked when he hit her on the head. Peaches. Yeah. <laughs> I was more shocked when he hit her on the head with a rock. Yeah, in busy that. Central Park that was for 10 seconds just deserted. Yeah. And then he smacked her with a rock. Then when he actually shot her, which that big was what I rolled my eyes at a bit because I thought, well, a suicide... They investigate those quite, especially if there's a gun involved. They would investigate, and I thought they would have been able to tell that she was shot on the floor, mm. um, that she wasn't standing when she shot herself, and that you know what I mean. I thought, oh. like, I know I was being pedantic thinking that down that line, but I was like, nah, that's just not how it goes. You know what I mean? Mm. It, yeah, there was a few things like that, and like after Benji's death, where did no one just no one cared about Benji? No one yeah. was looking for Benji. Yeah. Just a missing person that no one gave a shit about. Yeah. Which is weird because he was like a mega rich kid. His parents yeah. would have been up in arms, obviously. His business partner would have been up in arms. Yeah. People would have yeah. been missing him. Even though he yeah. was a dick. And I was glad he got killed. Yeah, you were there. Exactly that. I was like... So... He was he'd gone to have this meeting which he told his mate about, do you remember? And he mm-hmm. said, I'll do this lone wolf and then bring you in once we're established. And then you never saw anything else about anyone going, Where's he gone? All that I was like, mm. Yeah. Another leap. Another little um hole in the plot. See, I kind yeah. of enjoyed it, but it was very like it was pulp. It's called pulp fiction. Yeah. Where it's just like throwaway disposable. You have to yeah. close your mind off to a few things. Yes, like the the amount of coincidences and all that kind of stuff. Like I know there wasn't that much in that, but I don't know. We're just and then when they went to the what was it um, the, the Victorian Fair or something like that, mm. and she went, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "Oh, for the books, you know." <laughs> and then he went, and then did he admit it to her like he came to see it? I don't I think like, he oh, did. My. I can't remember if he did then or it was another point in the show. When she said, oh, maybe when he was caged up at the end. It, it, when she when he follows her through the park and she goes, are you following me? And he's like, no, 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 love. And he goes, <laughs> okay, I am. He tells her in the park, doesn't he, that he's following her. Mm. And I was like, but the problem with it, a lot of the problem with it was, was I just didn't give a shit about the girl. I thought she was quite, just quite repulsive, if I'm honest. Danny didn't like her either because I watched it with Danny. She's like, I don't, I just don't like her. I don't care. She was just shagging anything at one point. Yeah, she was. Like when she was in that bar and that guy with the glasses, do you remember? Um... He takes her back to her house and he's the one who banged it. Oh, yeah. And he breaks yeah, the bed. I was like, yeah. what? Mm. I was like, she, so she's basically a slut. I'm not saying that means she deserves to be stalled, but I was thinking, she's basically a full on slag. It, it was weird that he still was into her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that, well, she didn't, but 
that whole scene where Peach has got her into that house and then got that uh, was it Raj Doctor yeah. Raj round. I was like, yeah. this is weird. This is really weird and twisted. Well, Pe- I'm more than thinking Peaches was a bisexual or a lesbian, yeah. I think, yeah, bisexual or a lesbian that hadn't come out. Yeah. Because she wanted Peaches. Oh, no, she wanted percent Yeah, badly. That was so, that was like, I thought that was quite obvious to see from maybe the first, second episode. I can't remember the first time you see her. Oh, I didn't get that at all. Really? No, I thought it was just like, Good mates. She was looking out for her. Mm, I thought. I thought she actually did quite a good job. That Peach is the girl who played her. I mean, I don't know if she was meant to give it away straight away, but I thought she showed a heart on her sleeve quite early on. That she, like mm. Beck was. She felt Beck was hers. Mm. She wanted Beck to be hers. But uh, yeah, I, I liked her. I thought other friends. The one we, the one who was on social media, she was quite funny. But um, yeah, she was good. It was, it, it was a good job they didn't overuse them. Mm. I thought it was going to end with the detective catching him, the private investigator. Well, I already knew there was a second season. I didn't because Netflix bought it. It was some other channels thing. Netflix had yeah. bought it, so now Netflix are making the sequel. Yeah. So I knew there was nothing else. I thought, there's no way he's getting caught. Yeah. I can't really see how Beck's going to... This can't. This same relationship can't make another season. So she's oh. probably going to leave. Who? Beck. She's dead? I know, but this is what I was thinking. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were going to be... Go on. Yeah, I was like, um, she either has to die or leave and I can't see a situation where she'd leave and he wouldn't follow yeah. so yeah. He, she's going to die yeah I did I did like the way that played out where the way she discovered it and pushed it all together and well, put it good. together again now well the kid came oh, round yeah. and said oh yeah that he was said good. it's a good place to hide stuff so I forgot about that um, that he used that and then the kid mentioned it and she checked so I thought that was quite clever but what was, wasn't clever again was she went out, she acted normally, went to the bathroom, she put a coat on, a scarf on, a handbag. <laughs> Instead of just grabbing a phone and running. Well, she's panicked, wasn't she? Oh, come on, she, you panic, you don't put your bloody... When you panic, you know what I mean? You don't... You don't oh, I'm going to put my coat on, I'm going to put my scarf on. Yeah, you just go, just run. You just go? Oh, my boyfriend might be a murderer. Let me get yeah. my coat. <laughs> yeah. Make sure I get my scarf, it's a bit chilly this time of year. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was good, enjoyable. It was watchable, turn your brain off fun, wasn't it? Yeah. The bit when he was in the house was completely annoying uh, because it was just so, oh God, it was so unlikely that someone was going to sneak about the house for hours without getting caught. Plus, he had the issue that he kept, um, he had a, what's it, what do you call it, a concussion. Yeah. And he kept seeing, and I was thinking, oh, so now he's leaning against the door with a concussion talking to someone and no one spotted him and the way he was darting from room to room in oh, plain God. sight yeah I was like oh come on I've got to get that gun there's no way Peachy should have that gun in the house with Beck I was like whatever <laughs> it just yeah. I, like I said it, I did, it wasn't that I disliked it it was that I just kept rolling my eyes so much like mm. some of the stuff that they came out to build tension and I was like oh God yeah it did get silly but Enjoyable. I wouldn't rush to watch the next season. No, I, and I don't think 
I don't think the hype will be there for the second season either, unless you really just hit the ground and people are like, wow, it's really, really improved. Because some shows do improve. I think, you know, the I, think come the, back. I think it will get the hype, because I was tipped off to it by people at work. Yeah. And I worked with a lot of women, and they were all loving it. They loved it. It might not be mine and your thing, but they adored no, it. Yeah, I suppose that is it. Because when people at work, and like I say, like Heffa's friend came around calling, and she was saying... Um, Oh, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. I was thinking, well, we've got completely different levels of, of the gold standard for TV. Yeah. That's brilliant. I mean, Netflix <laughs> makes a lot of good stuff, but that's that's not, like, brilliant to me. So, yeah, that's that's our thoughts on you. Anything else you wanted to add? Not really. Just, no. That was it. Yes. Enjoyable. Enjoyable. We, we yeah, both but... finished it. That's something. Yeah. I blitzed it in the end because look, was, I, I, I did want to see how it ended, but like I say, just too many bar, parts in it where I was just like, well. Mm. Right, so uh, next time on Netflix Club, we're yeah. going to pick Bird Box, a yes. film lots of listeners may have already seen because it's been Netflix's biggest. Um, success so far I think they've said that without revealing figures it's been the most watched debut thing mm-hmm. I don't know why Sandra Bullock's good but I don't know I know um, he's an interesting fact maybe not interesting to you but David F. Sandberg he made Lights Out he made um, mm-hmm. he made Lights Out and Annabelle Creation he's, he's made Shazam which comes out you know I'm excited about that mm-hmm. uh, well he made loads of YouTube short horrors and he, he said that was on his desk, Bird Box. Um, but he opted to make lots of, um, you know, adapt his own short movie into a horror film. Yeah, so he could have made that. He, yeah, it was one of his options, but he said he, went with, he wanted to make lights out. It's weird, isn't it? How these scripts float around Hollywood yeah. and directors and stuff. It must be infuriating if you've written that script. I think you get paid for your work, but then some like so like say Interstellar. I think that was floating around for years. Loads of directors had looked at it. Then I think Pete, Christopher Nolan picked up on it, and because he's obviously big on time and space sci-fi, he took it on board. Did a you know him and his brother re- redid it, the script. Obviously, they kept the core, and then worked around it. And because obviously Warner Brothers have always worked with Christopher Nolan, they wanted a piece of that pie, so they bought it into the project with Fox. I think it was Fox and one of us who made that. But that's what I mean. Like It shows you how a script can go round and round and round and then eventually someone comes along and picks it up who really, really is passionate about the project. Mm. Look at Uncharted with Sony. I think it's on about its fifth director now. Oh, God. I thought about the games, but I forgot that was even going to be a film. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying into it, though. But oh, that's another time. Mm. Anyway, Bird Box yeah. next time, Bird Box. and we Bird Box next. and yeah. Now Dave has uh, got himself an Amazon Prime account mm-hmm. <clears throat> subscription. How are we going to call it? Yeah, we're going to pick a film from Amazon Prime, and we're going to go with uh, "You Were Never Really Here," starring mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, I knew you'd be interested in this as soon as I saw it. Yeah. Lynn Ramsey, the director. Um, who? Lynn, I think it's Lynn Ramsey, isn't it, the director from Scotland? Oh, I don't know. 
Yeah, she made um, I'm pretty sure that's her name. She made um, we need to talk about Kevin, and I've been telling you to watch this for ages, haven't I? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you have mentioned that. Is that on? Uh, you said that was on something. I Netflix think it's on or Netflix. Netflix. Still on there. It's absolutely. Tilda Swinton in that. I'm not sure if she won an Oscar for that, but she should have. But um, yeah, watch that if you get a chance. Absolutely amazing film. Okay. Right. That's it. That's our picks for next time. Bird Box on Netflix and You Were Never Really Here on Amazon Prime. We'll talk about those full spoilers in two weeks' time on the next pod. Uh, thank you for listening. This has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. You can catch us on Twitter. I'm at Anthony Hulse. Dave is at DaveHolmes82. And Dave, you have a, uh Instagram account now. There's nothing on there yet. There's nothing on there yet. So just no, follow. No. You can follow um, the Instagram account of the show, which is at We Don't Go Out. That's where we post all the game stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah.